Hello and welcome to Memoirs of Successful Women. I'm Annie Gibbons, founder and CEO of Women's Biz Global, and I invite you to kick off your heels, get comfortable, and be ready to receive the golden nuggets that are shared as you listen in to candid conversations I have with fascinating women from around the globe. Business leaders, entrepreneurs, humanitarians, athletes, and a whole lot of regular people. They will keep you riveted as they let their guard down and open up on aspects of their business and life journey, how they measure success and what they have learned along the way. My intent is that our conversations will inspire you to embrace opportunities and possibilities beyond the limits of your imagination. Because I know that this is where we reclaim our power. I want you to reclaim your power, your strength and vulnerability to stand in your truth and propel yourself towards the life that you dream to live. Hello and welcome everybody to our Women's Biz podcast, Memoirs of Successful Women. Today I have a beautiful guest for you on the show. Her name is Namanjan Nota uh, and she is a spiritual guide, a mentor and a teacher. So we're going to be talking about all things mind, body, soul, how to get connected with a higher realm, if you like, and, and bring that into your, your daily daily walk, your daily presence. Uh, Naranjan has two decades of exploring, learning, um, reigniting definitely her energetic gifts and working with the unseen higher realm, and she would definitely love to be able to share a bit with, that, with you today um, on that. And I think we're going to learn a lot about this uh, this whole area because I feel personally that I'm definitely sort of untapped, if you like. I haven't really explored, um, you know, the unseen. We very much stay in the tangible, what we can see, what we can imagine. And, and I love it when I have a conversation with someone who goes, oh, no, I see the world in a whole different way. So <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the show, Naranjan. Thank you so much, Annie. I'm looking forward to getting into this conversation because I equally enjoy having these conversations with individuals who haven't tapped into that magic as of yet. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. So let's just start there then. Uh, first of all, um, you know, why should people tap into this? You know, why why do you get surprised from where you uh, position yourself in your area of, of work or in, even in, in thought life? Uh, why do you think people should become a lot more in tune with um, the, the spiritual realm, the higher realm? It's our innate way of being. Mm. So it's it's almost like walking around day-to-day life with blindfolds on. Mm. So you're not using all of your senses, rather you're only using a portion of them, your touch, your hearing, and that's a limitation. So it's a limitation to all we truly have access to by not unraveling and opening up to our intuition. The second component is the intuition has and has has the opportunity to carry so much more wisdom mm. from other parts of ourselves because Annie today and Naranjan today is just one component of my soul expression. And mm. there's other versions of that that are more evolved. 
that we have access to, but they come through the intuition. So if we want to access those, we got to tap into this intuition and open that up to the other realms so we can heal our own life path, but also connect on a much deeper level to Mother Earth, to the plants, to the waters, to the seas of the oceans, to individuals as well. Do you think some people find it easier to then start exploring this extra sense if you like than others is it is it is it a personality thing that some people are just enthusiastic worth exploring more interested you know you mentioned the word I think suppress uh, many of us suppress this and we just go for our main five senses if you like do you think some people are more likely to can every you're, I'm assuming you're going to say everyone should be tapping into um, their intuition a lot more Exactly. You're right, Annie. Everybody should, not that I want to be shooting on everybody, but the invitation is there for everybody to tap into it. Yes, some people find it much, much easier to tap into than others, but that is a couple of, things, couple of factors. One is the evolution of that soul, because we all have access to our own soul. And how many lifetimes and how many journeys that we've been on might give us access to our intuition more. Whereas if somebody's a new soul and not had those lifetime experiences may need a little bit more nurturing, a little bit more time and a little bit more exercising to unravel that and to tap into it. Mm. Interesting. It's a very uh, fascinating experience when you're thinking, I want to become more in tune um, with, you know, my soul purpose, my, my the whole whole um, other realm that is surrounding me that I'm sort of like just not, I'm not there. It might, it's, it's, it's present, but I don't know how to connect with it. And so it feels like a big leap and it can feel like a very um, a scary leap, whereas you're saying, you know, it'll actually make you probably calmer and more at peace with yourself because you'll be uh, fully connected, if you like. Mm -hmm. uh, but for many people, it's kind of like the unknown is stressful. The unknown is brings uncertainty. It brings sort of panic of, well, how do I know if I should trust my intuition? How do I know if if what I then explore is, is real or not real? How do you respond right. to those people? There are a couple of things in... The intuition can often be drowned out very quickly. Mm -hmm. The ego has this tendency of being really loud and really boisterous. The uh, computer, CPU of the brain can get really, really big and really noisy because we are bombarded by it every single day from individuals we meet but that noise outside of us in the world that we live in is often driven very much from an ego perspective you want a yeah. bigger car you want a higher paying job you want a bigger house you got to buy these clothes all of that whereas the intuition is really very simple it's a quiet gentle whisper mm. So for us to access that, 
our biggest challenge, if you will, is to remove ourselves from all this external noise and just to go to a place of stillness. Even if it's just sitting in your chair without any distractions and just listening to what is that whisper, that gentle, loving, soft whisper that's coming through you, through your own heart. See, it's only the external world that makes things really complex. To get from A to C, it's a whole lot of busyness in between. There is definitely a lot of busy. <laughs> right? Yes. But in the, in the intuitive realm, it's really very simple. Mm. Let's move our awareness inwards and listen. Hmm. That's it. That's it. And like a whisper, like like if you were um, having a conversation with someone else and they're whispering, it actually requires you to tune into that voice. It requires you to, you know, listen carefully to really make sure that you don't have any other distractions around you. It's an it's a really nice um, sort of um, image that you've actually shared with me because it, it makes yeah. sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So what are the biggest challenges that you have found then on your own journey and those that you've worked with trying to tap into this still quiet voice to be able to connect in a, in a deeper way? The challenges are external, external distractions. I mm -hmm. want to watch this show. I want to go out here. I want to go with these friends. I want to indulge in all these luring devices and experiences that have been presented that we get to experience mm -hmm. that's been a really big challenge because it takes practice like anything yeah when we go to school we learn our abcs we learn how to read write and walk and talk it takes practice yes so the dedication and the consistency to tuning into your own intuition and standing in that power so it is a strong muscle that you mm. do every single day or at least on a consistent basis. So it's built some strength around that muscle. That to mm. me was a really big challenge. Mm. Yes, it is because <laughs> – Leah, like any any muscle, you've got to practice it. You've got to dedicate time to it. You've got to realize what the distractors are, and those distractors might be, you know, just that you're you're too busy. But it also might be, as you referred to, you know, social pressures of well, do other people around you, you know, think this way? Um, do they support you in 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 this new sort of development mm -hmm. of self? that you're going, um, you're entering into. There's also, um, you know, barriers of, I would say, self-love. If you don't love yourself truly, then you don't, or, or, or for who you are, then you you don't um, find it as easy to therefore tap into your intuition. I'd love you to speak around that challenge because I, I feel that that will be really affecting a lot of people. Regardless of the scale where, of where you land on the self-love component, I fully love myself or I can't even look at myself longer than five seconds in the mirror. Yeah. Right? The intuition, if we look at it from a place of it's a whisper from your higher self. Mm. It's a whisper from your soul, from an unseen realm who has your greatest interest at heart. Mm. 
Mm. Who's here to support you, guide you, and lead you down a path or through a path that's going to be in your highest and greatest good. Mm. So if you feel that you're curious to unravel and delve into that space, then listen to the whisper. Mm. If you only have a scale of maybe 2% of self-love rather than 10%, then listen to that whisper because it might open an opportunity and a door for you to feel a little more worthy Mm. to receive that higher message and that higher power. Mm. There's a lot of self-awareness and self-trust around that self-love journey, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Not only this, not only the trust within ourselves, but the trust in we're here for something bigger than mm. what we do every single day or whatever mm. goals or objectives you have planned for the year or whatever your life looks like. There's something more. Mm. Otherwise, we won't be here. Exactly. And that's a lot of the work that I do, you know, all day, every day. I'm coaching women around the world to, you know, really elevate their their businesses and their global brand positioning. And with this point, though, when I sort of to ask them, well, have you actually just, you know, sat in that still, that still voice and that calling? You know, one of the stresses that often comes out in the, the reason for not fleek sort of leaning into that voice is the fear of standing out so they're coming to me because they want to stand out they want to be seen as the authority in their niche but they're also scared or fearful of what other people will say when they um, start really listening to that voice really um, you know learning from their own intuition how do you um how do you see that whole challenge? It's a funny challenge, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful opportunity to really deepen your own self-love mm. to the point of regardless of what somebody else says, I know I'm on the right path. Mm. Mm. Whether Because we've all got naysayers in our lives or had naysayers in our We know that. It's, it's not a new phenomenon. But when we lean into our own intuition and in our own hearts, whether it's increasing your brand awareness or being visible for what you stand for and what you believe in, lean into that space of there's a greater reason why I'm doing this and there's a greater purpose. Mm -hmm. So it's a courageous journey for me to step further into my self-love Mm. because I know there's a reason why I'm here. I keep coming back to that point because it's crucial. We forget. Exactly. We're all born here for a reason. Mm. Yeah. One of the other challenges can be knowing when to pull back, when to withdraw, when to just not keep going. You know, we're so busy moving, moving, doing, doing. And then when you listen to this um, still voice and you start tapping into that, there can be moments when you actually have to just stay in that quiet longer, not progress things that you naturally would have automatically done before. Have you found that to be a challenge of overcoming in, in the, and for yourself or for those that you work with? The drive to 
be in a place of constant action. When we're mm. in a place of constantly actioning, we're in a very masculine driven energy. Mm. And with the energetic shifts that are happening on the world right now, especially for women, the invitation is for them to be in more being. Mm. Being that creative state, being that nurturing state, being that stillness of listening to the intuition. Mm. And commanding a different presence while you embody that feminine part of yourself. Mm. So perhaps another way to answer your question is to recognize when you feel like you're pushing too much. Mm. And maybe you're on the verge of burnout or you're just overexhausted overstretched by all this action. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to go here. I got to do it. Pull it's back. <laughs> yes, pull back. Pull back. If it's stressful, if it's overwhelming, if it's exhausting, it's almost like, like objectively you go pull back. But it can be so hard when you're in that cycle. But those people go, yeah, it sounds really good, but I just don't, I don't automatically pull back I don't automatically sort of think oh my goodness at this time I have to just sort of stop and 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 reflect and to listen and to just be at peace what are some practical tips that you can give to actually help that person sort of you know because it's a it's a it's a change of habit if you like you know it's a, it's almost yeah. like habits rituals these are things that people who are into this practice go this is just what I do every day you know I just have these moments of once it starts cranking up the yeah, energy or the busyness I just go you know what I'm just going to dip back down into still how do you, but it sounds easy but it's not easy for those people who are on the roller coaster what sort of tips could Very you much. give one of the tips i would say is when you before you even start out your day maybe have top three or five things that you'd like to get them done throughout the day mm. whatever those things are manageable enough that you can kind of check them off at the end of the day once you've done those five cut yourself some slack and go okay i'm done for the day yeah. Rather than saying, I've done five, but if I do another five, that'll be a bonus. <laughs> Which will be a bonus, absolutely, but at what cost? Mm. Such a so good point. Yes. Really managing your own energy, because if you do five and you do the extra bonus five, what's your energy going to be like tomorrow? Mm. You're only going to get three done and then there's a self-sabotage dialogue going on of I've only done three and I should have done five and oh my gosh. And yes. So that, and then the, the other um, invitation is for people to be aware of their breathing. Because mm. we get tacked onto these things called computers. <laughs> and once we get into the abyss of the computer, and doing and creating and however enriching and rewarding it may feel, take a breath, mm. walk away, move your awareness into your heart, become present. Because we can get lost in that space very quickly. Mm. Very quickly. 
So bringing your awareness back to your breath, back to your presence will be a bit of a reset and then you Mm. can go back. Mm. Great tip. So along with the the constant busyness and the overstimulation, if you like, can just be drama, like life just attracts drama, issues, often not our own issues, other people's issues, and they waste so much time and energy for ourselves. And even if something dramatic happens and you've got to tell 10 people about the drama, it's like it's this self-perpetuating situation. This is a really great opportunity that next time something like that happens, you know, to actually use it as a trigger to go, oh, hello, how could I, um, you know, respond in a different way is that a good way to start it's been aware Mm. so it's creating an awareness of okay this is happening I can recognize I'm getting sucked into the vortex of drama Mm. and I'm reacting because we will when we're in a situation where it is heightened emotionally yeah we'll react on the off the cuff real fast yes and when we're in that space, we know we're getting caught in that, that messiness. Mm. The messiness is there for a reason, and we can unravel that later, but at least recognize you're getting caught in it and pull your energy back. Mm. Move yourself away from the conversation, regardless of how reactive you want to be viscerally through your entire body or scream out to you to respond in this way and that way and injustice and all this stuff that you want to respond with. But refrain from that and become aware of how you're feeling in your physical body, the Mm. language and the dialogue that you are feeling that you want to respond to. So you could Mm. be feeling hurt, you could be feeling shamed, you could be feeling neglected. All of those type of emotions are going to show up, which is what often causes people to respond so quickly. Mm. Let's look at those because that that means there's work here to be done. Mm. That's my homework of resentment, guilt, shame, whatever those emotions are. That's for me to look at. Yeah, so it's really got nothing to do about the other person, right? <laughs> Most of the time, it's got absolutely nothing to do with the other person. Um, absolutely, it's just it's just triggered something in you personally, and so you get lost in the drama uh, rather than actually going, "Why am I concerned about this drama? What is it? Why yeah. has it made me angry? Why has it made me frustrated? Why am I, you know, overreacting?" Uh, exactly. And then to deal, to dig deep then a little bit about your why, your trigger is going to take some quiet, is going to take some time to actually start looking at and an openness, a vulnerability for yourself to actually, you know, take that time, give yourself permission to explore that rather than just keeping the lid on it, going, that's just how I respond. You know, a lot of people yes. make blanket statements. Well, that's just how I am. It's like, well, mm-hmm. that's how you have become, but right. why? But why? Fantastic. Right. Have you always, did you have a reason? Did you have a time in your life that you suddenly went, hello, 
I need to really reset. I need to really start um, listening to my voice and trusting my intuition. Was there a trigger for you if you're happy to share? Annie, there's always triggers. Mm. That's how we listen to and be open to a place of growth. Mm. So at that moment, there's been many of them and there will continue to be more because that makes us feel uncomfortable. And when we're uncomfortable, then we want to unwrap it to say, okay, what is this that's not working or is feeling so icky yicky mm. that I need to unwrap to see what's actually happening. That will yeah. continue to grow for everybody, regardless of how much work you've done for yourself. If we don't have that, we're not growing. <laughs> we're actually receding backwards. Mm. So for me, there were many a moments, many, mm. many moments of those. Mm. Yes. How can we? How can we try those of us who are moms raising kids? How can we help them tap into? this their higher realm much earlier in life i work a lot with women who are probably 40 to 65 right in my business yeah. coaching but i would love it all of them say things like i wish i had known these things earlier i wish i'd spent some more time and focus just really tapping into who I am, which makes me think now that I'm a nana and I've got a couple of little granddaughters, I'm like, wow, this is really true. We need to start start early because, as you said at the beginning of this program, it, it is our natural, our organic sort of state, if you like. So there's this issue that it is our natural organic state and they do I'm watching them sort of you know they're just you know preschoolers at the moment and they're so into their own self and space and 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 things and then somehow that gets lost so how do what's your advice to those you know mums and maybe dads listening in that mm -hmm. you know you can actually have this conversation or or journey with your children to actually say you know what keep yourself a lot more broader and more balanced is definitely going to help you in life. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer every single thing happens for a reason. So mm -hmm. for us to say, I wish I'd have known that earlier or perhaps, you know, had I had that tool, I'd have been better off and everything happens in divine timing. Mm. We know what we know now because we're ready to receive it. For you and I to have had this conversation five years ago, mm. Not right. in a whole different conversation. Absolutely. Mm. So surrender to that. Cut yourself some slack. Because that coulda, shoulda, woulda label, it plays heavy on, our, on ourselves. Whether we bring it up into our awareness on a daily level or not, it's still sitting in the back in a, of our awareness. And it, and it can play heavy. So I would mm. say, let that go. And surrender to this is what I'm here now and this is what I have, but be open to receiving more. Mm. And when we do things with very specific intentions for our own growth and evolution, which is what I would start with for moms and for dads, unravel some of that stuff for yourself. That'll better equip you to support your children in how to manage their energy field, how to dialogue with whomever and whatever they are seeing in the mm -hmm. other realms if they're 
additional senses are really open, how to have those dialogues, when to, when to support them and how to support them. Mm. But really it's to create a safe space for them to have that conversation with you as a parent mm. or a grandparent. Mm. Mm. So we can only install that if we are safe with that dialogue, then the children are going to feel it. Yes, very good point. If it's just a, a lesson that they think, you don't do that, uh, that's right. Children look for the congruency, right? So very much. I think an example for me is that, you know, you have those moments when you're growing up and that it's kind of like they, they get, they um, children can have a have a meltdown or get up, upset because they really wanted to do something but other people didn't and there's this pressure of society to conform. Whereas a lot of the conversation you're, you're sharing today is, is actually being comfortable not to conform if it's not right for you. You know, actually but trusting in yourself, believing in yourself, following that path, because that's right, we're all born on this planet for very unique, distinct journeys and reasons. And so it's actually going, you don't, you know, have to go with the flow, which very much can start right from early days. That There are times that you have to obey schooling things like that but as you evolve and you have those choices we'll all have choices every day uh it's how you actually respond to those choices um which is then going to affect your your path and your future and uh yeah this conversation has been super super interesting uh so so do you work with certain ladies how does how does your um how does your business work how do people find you if people are wanting to have a spiritual guide mentor teacher in this way they go you know what this sounds so interesting i would love to start tapping into this um space but i'm actually going to need some help uh how do how do they reach you the invitation is for individuals to reach out to me at brightshininglight.com, book a consult, and we'll determine whether I'm the right person for you, whether mm. we're a right fit. Because mm. I'm a true believer that not, I, I possibly couldn't help everybody because everybody's on a different path and different journey and different connections allow for different elements of growth. Mm. So brightshininglight.com, book a consult, we'll have a conversation, we'll elaborate some of that piece and we'll see what the journey looks like, whether it's a longer term program, a one-on-one -on -one deep dive, ready to roll your sleeves up and let's transform all aspects of your life, your personal mm. life, your relationship with yourselves, along with your colleagues, your business partners, your family, your children and tap into that intuition so we can open it and really step into what we're here to do. Mm. Two group, of, group programs, um, group communities that I'm building for other like-minded because I'm finding more and more individuals are seeking community mm. as they unravel some of this, this new awareness that's been very visible because of the way the world is changing so rapidly fantastic well thank you so much for being on my show today i've absolutely loved our conversation it has certainly um encouraged me to today pause a lot more to actually start 
stop being so busy, and I, everyone who knows me goes, Annie, you're so busy. Uh, I tend to say I'm not busy. I've got a lot of intentional action. <laughs> but still, we can get ourselves just to that next little level of just too much frenetic. And I totally agree, and I've learned that over my many, many years, that when I've actually pulled back and I had anxiety about pulling back because I felt like I didn't have the time to take that time, uh, whenever I did, um, it has always been well worth it. You know, that's when my great, you know, ideas for books or new business developments or things that are happening in my family life, things that I'm processing personally have suddenly really, um, you know, I've been able to see them in a different light and I think that's what it's all about. So I thank you so much for our conversation today and uh, for all of you listening in, I welcome your uh, questions that you could put in on the chat uh, wherever you're watching via our podcast platforms or if you're watching on YouTube or any of my social as well. Bring those conversations alive. All of my guests are very easy to con contact and they'd be very happy to answer your questions. So we look forward to hearing from you as well. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Memoirs of Successful Women. I'm Annie Gibbons, founder and CEO of Women's Biz Global. And if you would like to fast track your future success, hop on over to womensbizglobal.com. Find out about all things Women's Biz and most importantly, take the opportunity to have a free trial of Women's Biz Tribe. I look forward to seeing you online very soon. Until next episode, bye for now.